Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant, and welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now, on this episode, you're going to hear some encouraging words from a variety of artists on a subject that's close to my heart evangelism and missions did you know that evangelism is one of the foundational reasons that jesus music was born in the first place to reach out to those who would never set foot in a church and so many of the early jesus music groups during the jesus movement of the late 60s 70s and early 80s would take their music to the streets and speak to the young people in a language they could understand They often brought along young evangelists like Lonnie Frisbee, Greg Laurie, Arthur Blessed, or Tom Stipe to present the gospel to those who came to listen, but in a way that spoke to them right where they were. And they weren't telling them that they needed to cut their hair and change their clothes, but that Jesus accepted them and loved them just the way they were. Then the Holy Spirit did the rest of the work with thousands coming to Christ on the boardwalks and streets of Southern California in the early 70s. This revival would spread like wildfire all across America, England, as well as many other countries. Years later, CCM artist Charlie Peacock would write a song that would reflect all of the places around the world that the name of Jesus would end up in. Now, even though the focus of my show is on the Jesus music of the 70s and 80s. With your permission, I thought this song from the early 90s would be a great way to start off this show. Looking back to 1994, Charlie Peacock and One Man Gets Around.
Charlie Peacock, who is beginning my episode of Full Circle on the theme of evangelism and missions with the song One Man Gets Around. Charlie started out in the Sacramento, California New Wave Christian music scene in the early 80s with a group called Vector, and then later moved on to a solo career producing several artful expressions of his faith through his unique combination of pop, jazz, and new wave musical styles. On this episode, you'll be hearing from the likes of Rob Frazier and Stephen Curtis Chapman, who, like Charlie Peacock, started out in the 80s and continued on through the 90s. You'll also hear from singer-songwriters Paul Clark, female artist Michelle Pilar and Jane Farrell, along with her husband Bob, who made up the duo known as Farrell and Farrell. And also on the agenda, veteran Jesus music artist Randy Stonehill and the late Keith Green. And my next song is from another veteran of Jesus music, the late Denny Carell, with the title track to his second solo album, How Will They Know, on Full Circle. I see my brother and my sister crying Starving children, every day they're dying It's cold and lonely in the world out there we got to tell them that Jesus cares But I wonder how in the world will they ever know If we don't tell them how in the world will they ever grow If they never shower with love to 1980 with the late Denny Carell with a great horn section on that piece asking the question how will they know? In the 60s before becoming a Christian 
Denny was a member of a rock group called Blues Image, and also a member of Love Song when they were a secular band. In the 70s, he was a member of a group called Mana before his first solo record in 1979. Isn't it interesting that Jesus commanded his followers to take the message that captivated their lives and share it with those who would never hear otherwise? Still today, few Christians, I would imagine, see that as a personal responsibility. How long has it been since you told someone the good news? That because of the shed blood of Jesus on a cross, you now have access to the Father through repentance, turning away from unrighteousness and turning toward righteousness. Jesus said he was the door. There's no other way. The message was clear. Repent. Change your way of thinking. Be baptized as a testimony of your decision. The power of his blood will cleanse you from all sin. It's just that simple. Next up, my friend Paul Clark, considered one of the founding fathers of Jesus music. Now, his two albums in the early 70s, Songs from the Savior Volumes 1 and 2, were staples back in those early days. I wore out my copies of the vinyl on my Jesus Solid Rock radio show back in the day, a radio show that was syndicated in over a hundred markets from coast to coast and finally evolved into full circle back to where it all began full circle jesus music now my feature track from paul comes from his eighth album a new horizon looking back to 1981 the kickoff track tell them all and coming up a little lady that until this very day has just wanted to make a difference in reaching others for Jesus. Turn back, I heard the word I say. 
in the song, Tell Them All. Helping out on background vocals, Bruce Hibbert and my good friend Kelly Willard. We featured a moving interview with Kelly on episode 220. If you'd like to go back and check that out. Well, as a matter of fact, you can check out all of our past episodes when you go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now, don't leave out the Jesus. It's Full Circle jesusmusic.com and when you go to that website you can check out all the past episodes you might have missed a few of them there are photos of some of the folks I've interviewed and also a list of affiliates where you can hear the radio show whether it's on a regular radio station or on an internet radio station like iHeartRadio would you also consider becoming a partner with us at Full Circle with a one time or a monthly gift it helps underwrite the cost. You'll find a donate button at the very top on the right. All gifts are tax exempt. And thanks. This is your host, Jerry Bryant. And right now I have another female artist, Michelle Pilar, who started out in the 70s singing on some of the praise albums released by Maranatha Music. She got a recording contract with Sparrow Records, having caught the ear of label's president, Billy Ray Hearn. He heard her do a duet with Phil Kagey in 1981. But this one comes from her 1984 album, Look Who Loves You Now. It was all over Christian radio that year, with the title track staying in the top of the charts for 21 weeks. But the song from that album I want to showcase on this episode is I Want to Make a Difference. With the context of the song, she asked the Lord how to show others that He is the way, the truth, and the life. And the answer is that sometimes our actions speak louder than words. With Larry Carlton doing the production and playing most of the instruments, Michelle Pilar and I want to make a difference on Full Circle. So I want to make a difference 
Hey, this is Michelle Pilar, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Back to where it all began. Looking back to 1984, Michelle Pilar with I Want to Make a Difference. I now continue with another song that reflects the call of the Great Commission, mentioned in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, which reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always, to the very end of the age. With a passion for the lost that I witnessed firsthand while living at the Last Days community in Woodland Hills, California, Looking back to 1984, the late Keith Green, from his posthumous release, Jesus Commands Us to Go, and a Billion Starving People, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant.
Yes, times have changed, but still God warned You shall not take your life I want to save my life today I want to keep what I like for my father Who will avenge the blood of weak and helpless ones someday Whose lives are spilled out like water Lambs in the slaughter And each one is handmade by For those of you who weren't here this afternoon, I just wanted to share a few things about what the Lord's been doing on my heart and my wife's heart concerning the needs of the world around us. There was a man that lived 2,000 years ago, and I know you're thinking, I'm going to talk about Jesus. Well, I am in kind of an indirect way here. The person I want to talk about tonight is a guy named Paul who uh, he used to be called Saul before that. Always seems like when people found the Lord, they got their name changed, you know? Jacob to Israel. Simon to Peter. Judas to Mud. My wife and I just came back from a trip overseas visiting missionary bases and it opened our eyes to a couple of facts. One of them was God's not an American. He's not even a Republican. But God's, God's world belongs to him and he loves everybody the same. That's an amazing thing to realize. That he loves an old drunk in the streets of Calcutta right now, passed out as much as he loves Ronald Reagan. And he loves you and every other person, whether they're known or forgotten. And his heart goes out to the masses. For it says in the Bible, the Word of God, it is not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And I run into people and I say, what are you doing for the Lord? And they go, well, I'm a banker for Christ, you know. I'm a, I'm a lawyer for Jesus. I'm a student for Jesus. I'm a, I'm a biker for Jesus. Everybody's, you know, you put, a, you put a dove or a fish on your shirt, then you can Christianize it, I guess. But as I traveled around and I saw whole nations of people 
where there was only 50 or 100 believers in the whole country. What I saw was it's either God's will for it to be this way or it's got to be somebody else's fault. It's either God's fault that the world isn't being one. No, no, there's no fault in God. And I already told you what his Bible says. It's not his will for any to perish. But there's a little command found in the Bible. And that little command says, Go ye into all the nations and preach the gospel and unto every creature and make disciples of men. And we like to think, well, that was for the disciples, you know. That was for the apostles. That's for the missionaries. That's for old ladies that can't find husbands that need to bury their troubles on the mission field. That's for humanitarians. That's for, that's for real Christians. I mean, really, you know, really. They're so spiritual they can't stay in society, so they got to go overseas and bury themselves in some tribe somewhere down the Amazon. But I'll tell you what, folks. The world isn't being won today because... We're not doing it. It's our fault. This generation of Christians is responsible for this generation of souls on the earth. And nowhere in the world is the gospel so plentiful as in the United States. Nowhere. And I don't want to see us stand before God on that day and say, but God, I didn't hear you call me. Here's something for all you to chew on. You don't need to hear a call. You're already called. In fact, if you stay home from going into all nations, you'd better be able to say to God, you called me to stay home, God. I know that is a fact. I want to see the hands of everybody here that's heard a definite call from God not to go into all nations and preach the gospel. Raise your hand. One. Two. three or four that I missed well the rest of you are called unless God tells you otherwise before you leave on your airplane trip or hitchhike across the ocean or whatever you're going to do now don't go out and sell everything and leave tomorrow get some training you don't need a college degree necessarily sure is a good reason to go to college though I know so many kids that go to college they don't even know that God's told them to go they don't know why they're there. Everybody else in church is going, and mom and dad wants them to go. That's good enough for them. Well, I'll tell you what, it ain't good enough for Jesus. He wants you to be in his army, and he wants you to take orders from him. And sure, he wants you to submit to your parents. But he wants you to find out what your Father in heaven has to say first. What does he have to say for you? If you don't hear anything, know this. You are called to go. There's a rule in the armed forces. Always obey the last order you got until you get new orders from command headquarters. The last order I got in my Bible was go. Hi, this is Rob Frazier, and you're listening to the very best of classic Christian music with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and we just heard from the late Keith Green who also wrote what is probably one of the most beloved songs in early Jesus music with my next artist, 
Randy Stonehill. The song was called Love Broke Through, and Phil Kagey released the first version in 1976, and then Keith did it on his debut album in 1977. But Randy didn't get around to doing a version until the 1985 album, Love Beyond Reason. And it's from this album I'm going to continue my topic of evangelism. Now, I know that the word evangelism is like something only pastors or those who have been to Bible school should be doing. Right? No. Really, it just comes down to sharing your story with others and then being there for them in their time of need. Tell your story and then tell his story and let the Spirit of God do the rest. With a song that's an encouragement to Christians to break out of their safe comfort zones and cross that line. And coming up, a song from another friend here in Nashville about the difference one person can make. Randy Stonehill, and cross that line on Full Circle 
with Jerry Bryant. Now, helping him out on that track, his good friends Tony O'Kay on background vocals and the late Mark Hurd on guitar. A song written by Randy and another good friend who's gone on to be with the Lord, Tom Howard. Now, while you may not feel called to some far-flung place in the world, I hope that song can be an encouragement to you to let you know that you too have your own little corner and God can show you how to go about sharing his love and his word with others in your path. Well, you might say to yourself, I'm just one person. Well, that's the question that my next featured artist, Rob Frazier, asked on his album Heartland. Now, you might know Rob from his solo work, but before that he did a lot of songwriting with Steve Camp and spent time in the group Petra, sharing lead vocal duties with Greg X. Bowles on the album Washes Whiter Than. Looking back to 1990, it's my friend Rob Frazier. What can one person do? He came all the way from England with a fire deep within him and a message he knew he had to tell. Called a saint, called a sinner, an absolute beginner, he was scorned for doing his job too well. To a land of many millions, he was just another civilian. He was a missionary, but he became a friend. And before his life was finished, darkness was diminished, and in China, revival would begin. And they say, what can one person, what can one person do? She came from the wealthy classes, but chose life among the masses when she took a simple sister's veil. In the streets of Calcutta, going hospital to gutter, she is hope where hopelessness prevails. There among the dying, the helpless and the crying, she is life and comfort to the soul. No political agenda, just a quiet defender of the dignity of each and every suffering soul. They say, what can one person, what can one person do? What can one person do for a planet that's suffering and dying? That's what they say. What can one person do? Well, there's me and there's you and there's a whole lot more of us. And if we don't stop trying, it'll all add up. He came all the way from Atlanta with a Bible in his hand and a dream. Of America, a finer place One of few courageous voices who believed A man's choices in this life Should not depend upon his race, no From Selma to Montgomery And all the places in between He had a cause And justice was its name And before they cut him down Delta Town, life for the black man would never be the same. They say, what can one person, what can one person do? 
Yeah, that's what they say to you. They say you're just one person. What do you think you're gonna do? Don't you let that discourage you. You tell them, yeah, I'm just one person, but there's a lot I'm gonna try to do. Came all the way from heaven. Rob Frazier. And a song called What Can One Person Do? Well, in the case of this song, while Jonathan David Brown produced the rest of the songs on the album, Rob took the reins of production duties on this one all by himself. Rob now serves as the Associate Director of Artist and Christian Testimony in the Nashville area, which helps and supports artists to nurture their gifts and encourage them to reach their highest level of expertise and impact for Jesus. They also help them set up and carry out their ministries on a nonprofit donation-based basis in order for them to be able to go anywhere and everywhere God opens the door. Check them out at www.actinternational.org That's actinternational.org ACT has also become my home base because every donation you send in either one time or on a continual basis goes through ACT International and then you get a tax-exempt receipt. It's been so helpful for me here at Full Circle as I receive your support through Giving Fuel when you go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com and then use the donate button at the top of the page. Thanks, my friends. Like Rob, I now have another artist who started out writing songs for others in the mid to early 80s before transitioning to their own material in the late 80s and 90s. Now, I'm speaking of Stephen Curtis Chapman. On his third album called More to This Life, he closes out the album with a song that was inspired by Matthew 22, verses 1 through 10, which is the parable of the wedding banquet, as well as the Great Commission verse from the Gospel of Matthew that I mentioned earlier on in the show. Now this next song has special meaning for me because I'm the son of evangelists that traveled around the U.S. as I was growing up. We lived in a house trailer pulled behind a suburban visiting churches for a two-week revival meeting before pulling out and going on to the next town. I was homeschooled on site, before there were homeschools, by my dad. And almost every night I found myself in a revival meeting, singing the old hymns and hearing sermons about the love of Jesus. And I have fond memories of seeing many find their way back home. So looking back to 1989, Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman and Out in the Highways on Full Circle. There's a chapel on wheels parked at a truck stop Somewhere in the southern part of Florida tonight Many are blown in by a strong wind It's the wind of the Spirit And there's a preacher 
Curtis Chapman and Out in the Highways, a song he wrote with his longtime partner and friend, Jeff Moore. Now, a year before this was released, Stephen wrote a song for my next artist, Scott Wesley Brown, which appeared on his album, To the Ends of the Earth. This song got a lot of attention, called Please Don't Send Me to Africa. (laughs) To me, the song seems to be telling the story of a 
truly devoted believer whom God has specifically called to go to Africa. But like Jonah's reluctance to go to Nineveh, he's praying that God would spare him just this one thing. Looking back to 1988, Scott Wesley Brown, with tongue firmly placed in cheek, please don't send me to Africa. You know, I also attended Holy Land, USA, in Del Rio, Texas, home of the drive-in baptismal car wash and discount house of worship. Say hallelujah. Brethren, that reminds me of a story. I'll never forget the movie Jungle Book. Say hallelujah. You remember it, don't you? Dr. Livingstone, say hallelujah. Beautiful man, pillar of the community. Well, you know, quite frankly, he went into the wilds of the jungle and never came back. Back, back. have been for years. I'm here in this pew every Sunday and Wednesday. I've stained it with many a tear. I've given you years of my service. I've always given my best. And I've never asked you for anything much so lord i deserve this request please don't send me to africa i don't think i've got what it takes i'm just a man i'm not a tarzan don't like lions gorillas or snakes i'll serve you here in suburbia in my comfortable middle-class life But please don't send me out into the bush Where the natives are restless at night I'll see that the money is gathered I'll see that the money is sent I'll wash and stack the communion cups I'll tithe eleven percent I'll volunteer for the nursery I'll go on the youth group retreat I'll usher, I'll deacon I'll go door to door Just let me keep warming this seat Please don't send me to Africa I don't think I've got what it takes I'm just a man, I'm not a Tarzan Though like lions, gorillas, or snakes I'll serve you here in suburbia In my comfortable middle-class life I'll serve you here in some 
Wesley Brown. But please don't send me to Africa. Yes, Scott has been to Africa as well as 44 other countries spreading the message of God's salvation through his music and words. As I near the end of this episode of Full Circle, I wanted to let you know that my writer Russell Baum was inspired to create the theme of evangelism and missions for this show as a result of the interviews we had with Lewis McVeigh from Mustard Seed Faith from Calvary Chapel. Now, during my time with Lewis, he recounted the evangelism efforts that took place in the early 70s when he was part of the band. Now, the missions part of the show was motivated by my writer who met a young girl on his mail route named Anna Jarosinski, whom the Lord had called to become involved in a mission work down in Guatemala for a whole year. Well, I too have done mission work in Guatemala, Peru, Brazil, Argentina, in Austria and Russia, as well as Cambodia and other countries. So this show is dedicated to her and all of those on the front lines bringing the gospel wherever God has told them to go. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Full Circle. Before I go, I just want to encourage you, drop me a line and let me know what you think of the show. Perhaps this show in particular. Was there a song within the theme of the show I missed that you'd like to hear? Let me know and I'll try and play it on a future episode. Or perhaps you have a song from the Jesus music era that you haven't yet heard on the show. And I could get that on the air for you. We could do a, a show that we'll just call it Request. Request show. <laughs> Either way, let me know you're listening to the show and what you think of it when you write at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Well, I'm out of time, but I'll close out the show with the husband and wife duo of Bob and Jane Farrell. Helping out on background vocals, a whole host of friends, including Scott Wesley Brown, who we just heard from, Three members of the band Whiteheart, Rick Florian, Mark Gershmill, and Billy Smiley, as well as singer-songwriters Billy Sprague and Pete Carlson. Looking back to 1986, from their album Manifesto, Farrell and Farrell, and people all over the world. It's funny, but it seems this world's become a smaller place. The wonders of technology connect the human race. The anthem cried, we are the world, and move the hands of fate. But did we say it all? Is there a higher call? One man came down through heaven's door. A beacon for all men He lights the path And holds the gate For any coming in In death he hung With criminals The earth
never has one step showed such love fulfilled. And people all over the world need to know about Jesus. Cause people all over the world are crying out to be loved. People all over the world need to know about Jesus. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.